hardcover or a paperback, a podcast in which kids talk about kids' books. We're your hosts, Amaya and Manon Conathon Baker, along with our co-host and dad, Uswin. In this episode, we'll be talking about a book series called The Kingdom of Renly by Jordan Quinn. It's an awesome series. It's about kids who go on adventures and meet all sorts of amazing mythical creatures. Stay tuned! we did the last time. Tell us how you discovered this book series. Well, when we were at the public library in Ann Arbor, one of the books that we found, actually my mom found it, it was a Kingdom of Renly book. It was the third one and it was called Sea Monster. I read it and I loved reading it. So, did you then decide to read the others in the series? Well, not really. I forgot about them for a while. But after moving to Charlottesville and starting at Johnson Elementary School, I saw friends there reading them. So when I got a turn to switch the books in my book box, I picked Kingdom of Renly books. Um, before we talk about this Kingdom of Renly some more, uh, what's this book box about? And how does it work? So at school every day we have reading time and we have book, book boxes in our classroom. Sometimes I get bored because we can only have a few books. And sometimes there aren't any books I even want to read. Every month, everyone in class gets to switch books in their boxes. There are short chapter books, regular books, and others. You started with book three in the series, right? Uh, Was it confusing? And did you go back and then start with the first one? When I started with number three, I had no idea who Prince Lucas was or Clara was. I just kept reading, and then I read the fourth one, and then I got the first book at school. Our parents also bought a couple of books. And you finished the entire series now? Well, not really. There are two more that I could have gone at the public library, but it's closed now. But I've read 1 to 12, and 15 will be coming out later this year. You must be excited about the new book coming out soon. So let's start at the beginning. in the Kingdom of Remy. Prince Lucas, Clara, and Ruskin. Lucas is very adventurous and wants to become a knight when he grows up, even though he has to be king. Lucas lives in the palace with his parents, the king and queen of Remy. Then there's Clara, a girl who lives with her, her mom and dad in the bakery that they run. She is also adventurous and really good at reading maps. That helps them a lot in their first adventure. How, how do Lucas and Clara meet? Clara's mom is a seamstress who makes clothes for the queen, and she would bring Clara along to the palace while she would make clothes, and Clara would play with Lucas. That's how they first met. Um, there's someone called Ruskin, right? Ruskin is a scarlet dragon and is also Prince Lucas's pet. Wait, how did Lucas get a dragon as a pet? That sounds crazy. Actually, I need to tell you where the story takes place before I can explain how Lucas gets a dragon pig. Sure. So, the Kingdom of Renly is a group of islands, and each book has a different setting. One of the islands is called Crestwood, and it is home to the dragons, and some wizards train the dragons on that island. Then, the wizards find a scarlet dragon egg, and the king, queen, and Lucas are there when the egg starts to hatch. 
That's how he gets a dragon pet. So Lucas has to train the dragon, right? How does he know how to work with the dragon? He doesn't know how to work with the dragons, but he still does try his best, and sometimes Ruskin and Lucas make some mischief. Like what? In book five called Adventures in Flat Frost, Lucas and Clara play hide-and-seek in the larder in the palace, which is where they store food to keep it cool. Lucas and Clara hid behind ice blocks, and Ruskin melted them to find it. And by the time Cook found out a bit, pretty much all of the ice was gone and the food was spoiled. That does sound very naughty of them. And do Lucas and Clara just go off on their own exploring the kingdom and getting into all kinds of adventures? Are there any adults involved in these stories? There are adults, like Prince Lucas's parents, Queen Tasha and King Caleb. They are basically side characters and not super important to the stories. Clara's his mom and dad aren't that important to the story either. And Ruskin the dragon doesn't have any adult dragons in his life. Who are Andre and Grom? They're both wizards who take care of her of dragons on Crestwood. In book two, The Scarlet Dragon, the wizards are there when Ruskin's egg hatches. They have to bring him to the castle for Prince Lucas. And when the dragon falls ill, Lucas and Clara have to go on adventure to find something called Vicksberries, which will cure Ruskin. I can't hear, wait to hear more about how Clara and Lucas find the Vicksberries, is that right? And um, maybe we can also chat about one other book in the series, if you have a favorite one. That sounds good. Let me think about it. Tell us about how Lucas and Clara find the Vicksberries. Do they have to travel a long way, and is it a difficult journey? Yes, it's a very long journey, and it's very difficult. What are the difficulties? Do they get help from anyone? I hope I'm not spoiling the surprise too much, but here's one bit. Clara and her father deliver bread to people all over the kingdom, and she becomes friends with a troll kid. This kid troll's family are the only ones who know where... Vicksberries still go, grow. So that's how, one way how, how Clara and Lucas figure things out. Did you read the first book, The Lost Stone? I did, and it was a lot of fun. I really liked the part about Lucas and Clara having to go from one place to another, and along the way they meet all these interesting characters. They meet fairies, wizards, and even some grumpy trolls. Oh, and I also learned about how Lucas and Clara became such good friends. What do you mean? Well, I was annoyed to read about how King Caleb treated Lucas in the beginning and stopped him from playing with kids in the village. He came across as a really boorish person. And I thought it was really nice to see Lucas try all kinds of things to get away from the palace. Remember the bit about the disguise? I remember it. It's amazing. I felt sad when the king's guards found him at the school where Lucas had gone. Why do you feel sad? Because another attempt to try and get friends was foiled. Yeah, I also like the fact that Lucas was nothing like the king. He listened to Clara and he followed her lead when they were looking for the lost stone. And in the end, he tells the king and queen that without Clara, there was no way he could have found the stone. I like it too. Lucas was being really kind then. One last question for you, bro. Why did you dis decide to call this episode Myth Mythical Fun? Because in the books, there's always it 
least one mythical creature, and the Kingdom of Renly is always fun to read, so I thought Mythical Fun would be a good name for the episode. And we will talk about other myths and mythical creatures in the next couple of episodes. I'm now reading the Percy Jackson series, written by Rick Riordan, which has a lot of creatures from Greek mythology. What about you? Did you read any books with mythical creatures when you were a kid, Aswin? Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, of course I did. There was this um, really popular comic book series when I was growing up in India called Amar Chittakatha. There were lots of different stories with all kinds of fascinating characters and creatures. I have a couple of volumes of Amar Chittakatha myself. Uh, there's one with the Shiva, the god of destruction, one about the ten incarnations or avatars of Vishnu, and I also have a couple more volumes. I don't really remember what they're about. In the new book, Ganesha's Sweet Tooth, that would be fun to talk about, too. Oh, yeah. That's the one made by Sanjay Patel, who made a fantastic animation short film called Sanjay Super Team. It's about him growing up as an Indian-American kid. He was like any other regular American boy and liked watching superhero cartoons on TV. And when his dad tells him to switch off the TV and come do puja, a Hindu ritual, Sanjay imagines the Hindu gods and goddesses becoming superhero characters. Sounds like we have an idea for another episode of, huh? Red cover or paperback. Until next time, happy reading. Go Bookworms! Mm-hmm.